guys are incredible people. Are you thriving? Are you surviving? What's happening your side of the world? Welcome, welcome to Awakening with Professor Ezra podcast. In this podcast, we will start to dive in much deeper into the strategies, the energy tools and practical solutions with a fun dynamic energy. And I am Professor S, aka Chester Sodia. I am a healer, mentor, coach, awakening facilitator, and also a Reiki practitioner. Okay, beautiful people, let's get on with today's episode. Yes, yes, it's your boy Professor S in the house and the soul designer. Okay, bro, what are we going to discuss about today and for this amazing audience? Today's topic is how to be more epic with your business and create more impact. You know what, this is a great topic and you know what, this topic actually goes into what you do. Yeah. Because you, you help people build their visions and make an impact yeah. in people's lives, their own and actually cultivating that. Yeah. And when I think about being epic towards your business, it doesn't mean you need to be high in the millions. It's about being in a high energy, being abundant in what you do. Yeah, that's 100% true. Because if, if I think about business now, what is a business? A business is it's a livelihood. It's a service. Okay, what does a service do? A service is designed to make your life easier or to provide you with a solution of a problem you have. Yeah, exactly. So what happens is every business sol- solves a problem. Yeah. Is a solution to a problem. Question is, does your business solve a solution that gets paid according how big the problem is? Yeah. So the bigger the problem, the more you get paid in that environment of the problem. You get paid, like, and I'll give you an example now. Elon Musk is built, the biggest problem, he's trying to get us go into mars yeah how big is that problem that's a massive problem but how much do you think it's worth it could be worth potentially billions exactly that's why he's paid in proportion of the problems he's trying to solve yeah but if you're trying to like solve an issue like just say you're in a fast food restaurant and you're flipping burgers how much are you going to get paid for that not much like minimum wage yeah because they're solving a problem sure but the way you're solving a problem is that you have to learn a formula which typically can be done by any person willing to do it. Like if you're saying, if you're putting it in a context of Elon Musk, he's coming to solve a problem in the way only he knows how and in the way he's proven to do it. But if just say you're at McDonald's flipping burgers, anyone can be trained to do that. Exactly. So like, let me let, let me put this in perspective. So let me do a wealth checking. Wealth checking is... There's a difference between earning two thousand pounds or dollars per month to ten k per month because it requires you to be someone different. So the key thing when I look at that, more about the behaviors, the attitude, what is coming differently from when you're earning two thousand to ten thousand. Yeah, and and it's about being okay with your sales processes, understanding the bigger vision, how you solve people's problems, and what they're going through. And in my line of business, what, I, what I've been through and what I've learned is that people buy into people. Yeah. The product is a byproduct of the person that actually owns it. Yeah, that's true. All right. When you think about the business vision and you think about the colors of it, what's the colors of your business? The colors of my business are it's pink, 
green and gold are the three dominant colours. Okay, what do they represent for you? Pink for me represents unconditional love mm-hmm. that I want to put out to other people's business. The gold represents the prosperity and the abundance that I want to bring into not only my business but others. And the green is really about just grounding myself and just being in acceptance of who I am, where I am. Yeah, exactly. So if, what, if I said to you right now, in order to be in that 10K bracket, which is, is the golden, it's a golden mark, it's a golden milestone. Because once you have 10K per month, and then all you're doing is scaling. Yeah. But the first 10K, it's always a harness because it requires you to be rebirthed into a new version. You And everything that you have right now, you have to let go. Mm. And rebrand, realign, readjust. And, that's, that, and that can be a tricky process because what happens is, it's like when you break a glass ceiling, you go into a new, you go into a new zone. And then when you're in that zone for the first time, it's like, oh, this is new. I don't know what to do. And you get these like, you know, nervous moments. You start doubting yourself. And that's when you fine tune in who you are. And you yeah. need time to create an impact on that. Because everyone expects it to be like a business of 10K overnight. Yeah. It's just keeping that impatience in check. It's, uh, it's a whole different struggle in its own. And I remember like my mentor, SJ, was always saying to me that, check. If you had everything overnight, it would be the longest night of your life ever. What do you mean by that? What I mean by that, imagine you everything you wanted came overnight. Yeah. So imagine all the shifts, patterns, and all your thoughts that you've hold, held on for 30 plus years being done overnight. Yeah, that's a lot. So that, so the way I would, the equivalent I would say is, imagine you go to a restaurant and then say buffet, but you have 25 cuisines of food you can eat. But you know that you could only have four plates. Yeah. How much can you process in your body to consume all those food? Yeah, that's a lot. Do you see? Yeah. So the same thing with abundance. It's You get it in proportion because it's about the experience you, you get. Because we're on earth for not long to make an impact. Yeah. Maybe one of the reasons is that people just feel like time is running out. And that if they hit a certain point in their life, they will just stay the same. So new num- uh, like numerically, the for men when for numer not for men for like anyone, the midlife crisis point is thirty five, mm. and the reason why it is is because it's the year of consciousness for that person, mm. and the consciousness is going in from the old paradigm into a new, and in that going into a new, what happens is. They end up losing who they are and don't know what they want. So they make these extravagant purchases. They start feeling about, oh, I don't know about this. Should I? And then they just say, you know what? Screw it. I'm doing it. Bam. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they buy that that Ferrari they always want in. Or they buy a motorbike. Or they get a haircut that's so extreme. They, it's like no one expects them. Or they make a purchase on a house. They didn't feel, feel comfortable, but they're going to just do it. Mm-hmm. You make this extreme purchases is because there's a not a level alignment into new consciousness which actually stops you making the epic business vision that you have and the key components of really building a big vision is understanding your true essence what your values your keys and what people would want to follow that that's what people like. People like going around where they feel safe, secure, stable, but they're gonna thrive in. 
And for me, when I do like for like like Supercharged Sunday, which is part of the College Ascension, I love what I do because I know that whoever comes on there is guaranteed to expand. Get oh, rid yeah. of the triggers, get rid of the like I'm not worthy and to go in a community where everyone has that same vision. Yeah. That's so impactful. And because of that, if you look at your your week to week as an event, you look at what do you, when you think of Sundays, what do you think about? Sundays for me are usually just to take it easy, to recharge and uh, to look forward to supercharge Sunday. Exactly. So Sundays is a so Sunday. Hmm. That's why it's such a, a a great day for internal. What what the what does society say about Sunday now? Think about what happens to people on Sundays. What do they think about? What do they what are they doing on Sundays? They're dreading to go back to school or work. Exactly. They're thinking about the future where they're not present of where they are today on the Sunday. That's true, yeah. I've been guilty of that myself. Think about Sunday. Sunday's a, a day of source. That's why it's called what do you think church is on a Sunday? Yeah. People go in to reflect on the week of what happened. Yeah. And they call in in that moment towards God. God is saying, all right, and they sing hymns, they go into the biblical verses and so forth to really hone down what can, what's the lesson for that week? How are they going to Monday as the new you? Yeah, that's true. I don't think of it like that, but yeah. That, that, but the, what happens is because the way everything's been done, you're doing Sunday shopping instead, trying to get enough food for your house for the next week. Yeah. Are you looking after yourself or are you looking after the family? Pretty much after the family, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. So where do you get time to reflect on who you are? True, you don't. I mean, part of dreading Sundays is that you know that the weekend's over, your your days of just chilling and relaxing on the Saturday and Sunday are kind of gone. It's because you don't enjoy what you do throughout the week. Exactly. So if you're not enjoying what you do, how can you be epic in your business? How can you make those impacts? You have to figure out whether you're in business, you're an entrepreneur, whether you're in a job, whether you're starting to get into a job, it's build a career based on your passions and your values. And in the beginning, sometimes you're not always going to get it, but you go into it to gain experiences, how things are not to do and how things to do. Because once you know the polarity of, you know, going into a job where it just is just rubbish, but you learn about how you deal with hostility, conflict, how you deal with not just dealing with mod- like being mediocre. Mm. Like, do you think pe- everyone, is it people's dream to work in McDonald's, to work in a fast food? No, they just do it because they need the money and it's uh, it's easily learnable. Okay, but do you not, do you think that they learn about a different version of who they are in the job? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's kind of different in work mode compared to at home all right so think about when when we go to a fast food and we go to the drive-thru yeah what's the customer service saying to us generally it's usually very quick very fast get your food go are they having any eye contact with us no they usually don't even look at us when we're through the drive-thru window okay did you see what i mean they're not creating because they are just the face of that brand and yeah. the brand speaks for itself. Yeah. That's yeah. how you make huge impact. Yeah. I mean, in terms of fast food, you don't really care about the customer service as much of you know that it's a massive brand. It's if someone's convenience. rude to you, it's not, it's not the brand's fault. It's just that one isolated person in the incident. 
But do you see how we don't we justify it? Oh, it's it's not it's it's not the company's fault. It's the person there. Yeah, different for small businesses, isn't it? Yes. Think about small businesses. What happens if that same thing happens? Then the whole business is incountable in your mind, because it's it's a smaller entity, less people. So if one person is rude to you, there might be the owner or someone you know closely high up. It's different, isn't it? It's the think about it. You got a big business, a big massive conglomerate. Which with they hold millions and they make the fast food industries make their money through real estates and yeah. small businesses are just back of back of their shared type of vibe where they're doing it from home they're going word of mouth and all of a sudden they wasn't in the right headspace they say something wrong potentially to a potential client and what does the client think now potentially going to think your the entire business and what happens to the consciousness of that business it drops. I mean, you know what? I just realized how much leeway we have in for fast food compared to other restaurants. Because imagine if a fast food place misses an item compared to a small restaurant, the reaction will be completely different as well, isn't it? Okay, which which which, which another question? Which one holds the most on a big business or a small business in terms of getting something wrong? Like think about it like that. So if you shouted out each business, which one will stick more? Small business. Why is that? Because it's a smaller corporation, it's a smaller identity. Whereas if you're shouting at if you're shouting at a big corporation, maybe a manager will just come in and apologize and then you're done with. But when it's a smaller corporation, it leaves a lasting imprint. Exactly. So the consciousness of a big company doesn't make an impact. But consciousness on a smaller entrepreneur enterprise has a huge impact. But they're the exact same person. Mm. It, but it hits differently. Yeah. Someone like a big co- a big company can ha- handle those impacts because it's not gonna it's not end or be all. Yeah. But for a small business, it could be end or be all. Yeah. Yeah, because the level of consciousness is so like so the just in the customers irate mm. that trickles into the to the CEO. You're closer to a CEO in a small business than you are to a, a big business. Yeah. So do you think the CEO is going to really be bothered by someone who... The CEO probably wouldn't even know. No, not probably. He wouldn't know. Exactly. But with a CEO in a small business... Yeah, no. CEO in a small business would know. Exactly. Why? Really and them. the reason why is because they're the, they're the CEO, they're the marketing, the sales, director, everything. Yeah. So the, because, he, because a person has to wear that many hats, it literally has such an impact in their business. And literally, it's so hard to really be epic at times. Mm. So the biggest part of what you need to really do to be epic is understand what's your best assets. First, you need sales. Sales where the money comes in. Mm. You need to be super focused. All right, how many sales am I making? How many do I need? What's my production? What's my profit? What do I need to pay out in time and energy? You need to know these things about your vision, your business vision. You need to know the fundamentals. Yeah, fundamentals are key. You need to know, if you need to fill in those bullet points of what you're going to do, what type of service you're going to provide, how much you charge, what sort of messaging you want. It's all it's all incredibly key, important part of actually starting your business. 100%. And when I really think about, all right, the question I keep asking myself every day is, what area of my life do I need to improve 
to get the greatest reward in my life? Mm. When I ask that quality question, that's when I know I'm starting to make an impact on my business, make an impact in people's lives. And in that way, what happens is it's literally transferring into a new dimension. Yeah. This is, ladies and gentlemen, this is a conscious entrepreneur, which everything you say about yourself impacts in your business. That's why they say a business is an entity because an entity is a soul. It's soul-led. And in order to get into that soul-led and make that a big impact and create more big impact in your life, but in others, is understanding what part do you play in society to serve. So I'm excited when I talk about the healing stuff and helping people actually understand who they are. And I have multiple conversations with different clients, with different people, even strangers on the street, just having a conversation of knowing your worth. Like I have people around me who ask me questions about their relationships, about money, blocks, and they talk about how they don't feel loved in their families, all sorts. And when I really think about it, it all comes to the person. How much are they absorbing? How much are they releasing? And the key component right now to being more being more epic is first, awareness is key. Two, acceptance in who I am. And third is forgiveness. Forgiveness doesn't mean you forgive. You condone what they've done. You're forgiving so you can move on to be happy. Yeah. Do you want to be happy? Yeah, I want to be happy. All right, what are you doing to make be happy in who you are? Uh, at the moment, I'm working on myself. All right, define working on yourself. Because anyone can work. I can work myself with the mirror. That doesn't mean, like, give the audience something. Like, when you say work on yourself, give context, bro. When I mean I'm working on myself, I'm doing the necessary processes that I need in order to build myself up, build the things that I've lacked in myself throughout my life. But I'm also working on my trigger points and really trying to establish my boundaries and know exactly what I want out of life. Okay, that's good, that's good. I taught you well. <laughs> you have. <laughs> and you know, it's interesting how much of a, a good student you are. You're so open that you're learning like crazy, you're rapid. And you remind me of me in terms of how you go about it. And you're now stacking on more processes than you ever have done in the last like two years. Yeah, 100%. And the thing is, I'm enjoying the transformation. I can tell with your hair out as well. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we've so he's recently let his hair out and he looked like he looks like a rock star at times or the millennial Jesus or whatever you want to call him these days. If you see him wherever you are, you you'll know what I mean. You know it's crazy that just me wanting to let my hair out has been something that I wanted to do for decades. Okay. And after I got my very first haircut back in twenty sixteen, it took from then to just this past Monday for me to start just letting my hair out and be comfortable with it in public. So from 2014? From 2016. 2016. Is when I got my hair cut. Yeah. And from then to just this past Monday, it's how long it took me to actually be confident. Com- confident That's crazy. That's legitimately crazy. What, six years? Yeah. That's crazy. Six years just to feel your confidence. Yeah. This whole past week, I have not given a, a damn. I'm like, well, I'm laying my hair out and it's uh, it's going to stay out. And you know what? It's, surprisingly, I'm, I'm shocked at how many compliments I've gotten. Just from family and from strangers. 
Oh, that's not really. Wait, we got, you got a compliment from a stranger. Yeah, I got called gorgeous. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, you should correct him and say I'm handsome. Get it right. But that's that's another bit you can add in. But that's my point. Look, it took you six years to get to this point where, all right, I'm gorgeous. I'm handsome. I've got confidence. Yeah. Does it now? You think about how did I go through that life and now I'm living this one. Yeah, just remembering all the stuff that happened in the past and where I was, it kind of it kind of scared me, it kind of shook me a bit like, I can't believe I was in that position. And that's not somewhere that I ever want to be again. Even as far back as four months, it's not somewhere I want to be. And I'm, I'm going to, and I'm committed to, you know, not being back there again. Only upwards. Okay, that's good, that's good. All right, I'm feeling led into a vision to create more impact in your life so ladies and gentlemen get yourself in a good position so you can get yourself in a relaxing position now I just want you to close your eyes just take a deep breath in focus on your breathing helps you to quiet your mind whatever's happened in the past is all in the past what's about to happen in the future hasn't happened What's about to happen, what happened in the present moment is all to do with your energy where you are now. No one wants anything, no one needs anything. Now, I just want you to just focus on this silver light wrapping you around from the top of your head to your third eye, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your throat. All the way down to your back and your chest, all the way down to your your waist, your legs, your knees, to your feet. Now, I just want you to imagine now your life in terms of your business, your career, wherever that is, your job, wherever that is for you. Just focus on. What version do you need to become? How do you rebirth? I want you to look at what type of attitude that you have, what behaviors you have, what type of clothes you're wearing, how abundant do you feel, how solution oriented you are, how much of an impact you're making on the world with your entrepreneurship or in your job. Are you looking a million dollars are you feeling that you're so abundant that you have so many ways of serving? Think how confident you look, feel, sense, touch, or imagine. Now I want you to imagine now, you're going into this magical building, in this golden, bu- in this golden building, you go into the office. And you now see the receptionist of your of your business, of your job. And she asks you, Hello, how can I help you? And she asks you, how can she help you? You just answer the question, Yes, can you show me my office? It's my first day here. And now she takes you by the hand and she walks you to the elevator. 
as we get on the elevator you're now going on the first floor second floor third floor fourth floor fifth floor as you land on the fifth floor you come out of the elevator and you see the office with your name written all over it and in the office you just feel all your pictures of your loved ones and you see a diploma saying how worthy you are of what you've done to serve and then you sit down on your desk you see a letter from a from a client who thanks you for being there when you needed them for really pushing for the sale really aligning with your goals and vision with the client's goals and vision and you notice on the wall all the sales and impact that you've made to your industry okay I just want you to just imagine now you've seen this golden light entering in your room and just feeling that true abundance solutions coming to you left right and center feeling so happy in who you are with all the impact that you have for your clients for your business what you're doing on this lifetime any of your lifetimes now come out of your office and before you came out of your office on the left hand side you see a special umbrella it's this golden umbrella that protects you from the negativity of others and people's opinions and it activates as a golden shield now I've got the umbrella in your hand and you're now walking down now you're back to the elevator you're on the fifth floor you're now getting into it now going from the fifth fourth third the second and the first and you now come back to the receptionist and you just say goodbye to her and you thank her for guiding you into your highest dimension into your highest version of who you are as you're about to leave the building you noticed how amazing you feel how aligned you are and that you are ready to make those impact and when you're ready pat your legs and your arms and open your eyes and welcome back all right bro how are you feeling after that feeling lighter what came up for you i could see myself sitting in the uh, golden office it was a nice massive corner office with open windows in just a different foreign country okay amazing amazing all right ladies and gentlemen when you come out of the process get a pen and paper and start writing down what came up for you what you could see what colors and also look at what type of life you had in your career your job your entrepreneurship what type of impact you made how epic do you feel what type of clothing you were and how you are being expanded also ladies and gentlemen start focusing what you love to do and then start looking at how do I create that into a passion and if you are struggling to make that into a passion definitely DM 
the soul designer he's really good at helping people create their passions or even connect with myself on my dms dm me on my instagram or facebook for both of us we're really good at cultivating like business visions and actually making it come alive and making it feel more congruent in who you are and that's how you're going to really make the epic journey when you're not doing this alone but you're doing this with a collaborative effort bro do you want to add anything to that i said what do you want to add to anything so what i was really mentioning is about us building the vision for people and cultivating where they feel more epic towards actually making their sales actually feeling abundant and actually feel worthy about their business i'm still coming back from that process all right that makes sense it it was quite heavy ish type of process even though it was a few minutes i literally took us to a new dimension so sometimes also linger and do drink a lot of water so allow yourself just really get back into your body plus water helps you release all those old toxins and the old belief systems that you have about your business you're asking me to add anything regarding building your vision yeah you're the launch specialist so no no i'm just trying (laughs) ladies and gentlemen this is what i mean even the best of us when it comes to the moment where we ask it we'll not be ready to say it and right now you can hear his throat right now is being like it's a bit crackly it's a bit that it just means he has to work on his throat chakra right now if you're feeling like that right now in your journey it means you need to heal that part okay ladies and gentlemen one thing i would add to this is there is no rule there is just a masterpiece and, and it's all about how you master the pieces in your journey in terms of your business in terms of your self-love self-worth self-esteem and you know what one thing I didn't add into it, you need to feel handsome or sexy in who you are to attract more. You need to feel worthy, wear better clothing, feel so damn like you're the man or the woman in where you are. And that really helps you cultivate that business vision and being epic and making those those impacts that you truly want. Okay. We're now coming to a close of our episode. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an honour just to be here to record another podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please do give us a review, feedback of what topics or if you want to be part of it, please message us. We're looking to start interviewing more entrepreneurs and from different sides of life and actually get you on here so you can actually have a voice and make an impact and build that vision that you truly desire. Okay, I'm Professor S. And I am the Soul Designer. And we are signing off. Ladies and gentlemen, keep thriving in who you are. And let's keep aligning our greatness. And let's go smash it. Ciao, my son. Thank you for joining myself and Sukdev on the podcast. It's been absolutely our pleasure to really serve your souls and really give you the insights of how you can cultivate more fun, dynamic energy and receive things with ease and grace also please leave a review down below on Trustpilot of how you felt with it and your words of wisdom will help another soul with creating more love and wisdom and also if you're looking to gain more clarity blast free limit beliefs book a session with myself where we dive in much deeper in terms of the energy tools the mindset and the strategies to really live your best life and really cultivate who you truly meant to become 
This is Professor signing off. Keep rising your greatness, keep aligning your highest, and let's go smash it. Come on, Simon!